0: I confess that I can only deep throat when I sit on my man's face, like in a 69. But I don't often do it because every time I reach the base of his cock, I queef in his face. Have you asked if he likes it? This podcast is intended for those 18 and over. If that's not you, please check out scarlatine.com and come back to this podcast when you are of age. Thank you for listening to the Bed Confessions podcast. Bed Confessions is an Austin-based live storytelling series featuring smart, sexy stories. Between performers, we ask audience members to anonymously submit anything worthy of a confession, which is then read aloud by one of our producers. The performance you're about to hear was recorded on October 17th, 2013. Nikki Devon will share her story, Two Months, a Dom. Here is Nikki.
1: My story is called Two Months, a Dom. That's dominatrix for you very naive people or innocent people. Um, in my late 20s, I was a hot mess. I was minister of music of a Baptist church in Georgetown I'd just broken off an engagement to a very, very nice uh, pastor in training. I was questioning my sexuality. I was getting wasted four nights a week, and I was living way beyond my means. So after my lights getting shut off one too many times, I decided I needed a second job. Now, after weeks of nothing, I caught a break when I met this girl, Shay, at a bar and she was this fucking tiny powerhouse from Brooklyn. She had pink hair, tattoos, piercings. I was enamored with her instantly. So we hung out for a while, and after listening to me bitch about being poor, she offered a solution. Turns out she was a professional dom. She said it was the easiest money she ever made. She told me stories that were all glamorous about her studio and her house and handsome men that just needed a special kind of attention. She said she made crazy money and I could too. So because I was 20 and I was dumb, I said, sign me up. Now, so... You know, in the interest of time, I'll spare you the details of the abysmal training process. Um, I'll just say that it consisted of us getting wasted and making out behind various bars in Austin. No no training, no assistance, no information, just sticking our tongues down each other's throats in bars. So, now, now, an important thing to know about me is that, Though at the time I was questioning my sexuality and making out with pink-haired women behind bars, I was still pretty fucking proper. I mean, my church background had instilled very specific ideas and blocks about sex, specifically any sex that wasn't Christian sex, meaning missionary and any sex that leads to procreation. So um, anything that wasn't those things were frowned upon. So I've gotten better, but there are still three types of sex that I struggle with even to this day that make me cringe if any man or woman asks me about it. Number one, anything having to do with food or messy shit, like whipped cream, fucking cheese, I don't know, whatever. Any kind of fucking, like, food, like, baby, I want to put whipped cream on. No, nigga, no, we're not going to do that because here's the thing, like... You're getting dirty, it's all this extra work. I got food in my lady bits. It's not, it's not sexy. Okay, that's not sexy. So two. Any type of sex that involves ball crushing or dick kicking. Like any, any dick abuse at all, I'm not down with that. So anybody that knows me knows I love dicks and I want me (laughs) And the dicks to be friends. Like, I want us to get along. So uh, I don't want to mangle it or handle it improperly. So no dick or ball smashing. Three, and the most important, no butt play. Ever. And here's the thing. I get a lot of shit about it. I get a lot of shit about it. People tell me I'm a prude. I don't give a shit. I have no fucks to give. You're not putting anything in my butt ever. And if I'm going to tell y'all a secret, I have a real strong aversion to shit in general. Like, I don't like shit. So I'm not putting anything in your butt either. Those are my three things. So with all that in mind, it's, no, it's true. I'm not fucking around. I don't like stuff in my butt. So general announcement. No. So. With all that in mind, it's no surprise that my first three clients fell into those categories. Now, <laughs> slightly more pathetic than my attempt at being the dominatrix were my sad-ass journal entries after each session. Case in point. First, there was Paul. Paul wanted me to pour hot ravioli all over his body while slapping <laughs> Yeah, take... Let that marinate. It was awkward. It was messy. I smelled like ravioli for three days. I hated it every fucking minute. My first journal entry. Journal entry, June 10th, 2001. So today was my first session at Shays, and I spent an hour pouring ravioli and slapping this dude with a spatula. That's it. Like, that's all. He didn't jack off for anything, but maybe they do that later. I don't know. Maybe next time I'll be better. <laughs> next up was Jeff. Jeff wanted me to put on dish gloves and squeeze his balls and kick him in the dick. Now, <laughs> let me go back to what I said before about not actually having any training. So, no one told me about the proper way to do this. Like, nobody, you know, I was behind Cheers shop bar making out. Like, I wasn't getting any training So I literally kicked the shit out of this man for an hour and just, like, slapped his balls around all while on the verge of tears. It was awful. It was awful. But, but, it gave me my favorite journal entry. Journal entry, June 22nd, 2001. Just had my second session at Shays. What the fuck? That's it. That's all I can muster up, like... What the fuck? Yeah. It's sad because it's true. Um, next was Sean. Sean liked black dildos in his ass. Sean also liked fists in his ass. Now, I flat out refused to do the fist. Shit wasn't going to happen. Judge me if you want. I don't care. But I did the dildo because I was trying to be better. I was trying to be a better person. I was trying to be adventurous. So here's my journal entry from that session. Journal entry, August 13th, 2001. Well, the impossible has happened. I stuck something up somebody's butt. I think I need to go shower, smoke a bowl, and process. (laughs) Journal entry number two, August 13th, 2001. What the fuck is wrong with white people? Are they not hugged enough? What is wrong with them? I might be the worst fucking dom ever. Tomorrow I'm telling Shay I'm done. Now, I was sure Sean was going to be my last you know client in my glamorous dominatrix career, but I was wrong. It was Ron. Ron was the very last one, so I called Shay to tell her I was fucking done. I'm done. i had stuck something up somebody's butt and I wasn't recovering well, so I was done. <laughs> right? So. She convinced me to try one more time. She said she had the perfect guy for me. His name was Ron. He was very nice. He was married. He had kids. He was normal. Now, so my 20-year-old brain said, ooh, normal. I can do normal. Like, this is my chance to redeem myself. Fuck yeah. Sign me up. I can do normal. Now, as a caveat, I am notorious for creating stories and scenarios in my head when I should be paying attention. Like... To the point of delusion, you know what I'm saying? Like, like like, a man will come up to me and be like, nice shirt. And I'm like, oh yeah. 60 seconds later in my head, we're in the car making out. Three minutes after that, we're dating. Five minutes after that, we're married, Vacation in Jamaica. We might have a kid, her, her name might be Harper. I don't know, I don't fuck around, that's my point. I like my fantasies. My mom says it's become a, because I'm a Pisces, I think it's because I'm a sociopath whatever so as my friend is telling me about this client ron i started creating my scenario in my head i'm i was thinking i'd walk in i'd shake hands with this very nice older white gentleman with salt and pepper hair blue eyes a dimple butt chin um we chat for a bit i tell him about my day and how i hated my sushi that i had for lunch he would tell me about his wife and how she was cold in bed His kid would maybe be in college. I don't know. We talk about that. I pictured us becoming fast friends, like, and going for a drink after. You know what I mean? Like, it never occurred to me that this is not how that works. I mean, leave it to me to turn a sexual transition into an opportunity to me to BFF. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was trying to make friends. So, I snap back to reality just as she's telling me three very important things. One, buy magazines. All right, check. Two, buy some high heels. That makes sense. Three, masturbate before you go up. Wait, what? Masturbate? What the fuck I got to masturbate for? You know what? I don't even give a shit. I'm excited. So fast forward, it's the day of, and I'm ready, but I can't rub one out, right? So and my, my imagination is trying everybody. The Rock, Morris Chestnut, Vin Diesel, <laughs> Tay Diggs. Like, I'm trying everybody. Can't rub one out. I brought out the big guns, Sean Connery. Fuck, he's like a hundred. I know, but I want him to hunt for my red October. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it is what it is. He's fucking fine. So, anyways, nothing worked. So I went to the session, wobbling on some ten-dollar payless heels, with a pussy that was totally unprepared about what was about to happen. Now, when I arrived, he was nothing like my fantasy. He was a giant of a man. He was pot-bellied, wearing a gimp suit, and he had the saddest brown eyes I'd ever seen. And I fucking loved him immediately. Because I can fix him. I want to fix him. So, anyways, you know therapy. So, on the side of the chair, there is a list. Shay had left a bulleted list of instructions for me because she knows that I struggle with paying attention. So... Instead of reading the entire list, I casually glanced at it. Fuck that. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Number one, tell him your name. Mistress blank. Hold out your hand for him to kiss. I am mistress uh, uh, Nikki. Wait a minute. Was that supposed to be a question? I just lost my earring. (laughs) Fuck, it wasn't going well. Number two, tell him to get on his knees sternly with authority. Fuck yeah, I can do authority. I got this shit. So I take a deep breath. And with authority, I say, get on your fucking knees. And then the media go, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to yell. I didn't mean to yell. And in my head, it's like, do dominatrix apologize? Like, so at this point, I'm on the verge of tears, right? So number three says, for as long as you like, he is your footstool. Rest your feet on him. Read. Act like he doesn't exist. If he moves or squirms, kick him in the side. Not too hard, but hard enough. If he continues to move, sit on his back and smack him hard on the ass. Very easy. And this is perfect for me, because I'm lazy. So (laughs) I sat down, I propped my legs up, settled in. We sat there silently, and just as my lazy ass was falling asleep, I felt him move under my legs. And I instinctively froze. And then he moved again. And I thought, I can let him get away with a few small movements, right? Like, I don't have to get mad at him right away. But then his moving became more obvious. And so, I gently nudged him like, hey, cut that out. (laughs) Stop that. Come on now. Cut it out. Don't do that. Because I was being stern and authoritative. He waits a minute, and then he fucking squirms again. So this time I say, hey, cut that out now. Now stop it. So I'm talking to him like he's a fucking toddler in Target. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit is not going well. But he wouldn't stop moving. But then it happened. I kicked him just a little too hard, and he moaned. And it was like this low, guttural, like, ugh. It was so low I almost didn't hear it, so I kicked him again. And he did it again. Only louder. Ugh. And out of nowhere, my nipples got hard, and I felt my face flush. Because I was embarrassed, I dug my heels into his hip a little, and I said, hey, shut up. And then this time, there was a, oh. And just like that, my panties got wet. Now... 30-something-year-old Nikki is like, fuck, yeah, my panties are wet. But 20-year-old Nikki is like, what in the entire fuck is going on? (laughs) Was I getting turned on? Does this mean I'm a freak? Is being a freak bad? My pussy was totally confused. Now, throbbing, throbbing but confused. Wet but confused. So as I was shifting, I accidentally kicked him again and there it was again. This time he was going all out. So I knew what I had to do. The instructions told me. I got up, I calmly walked over, excuse me, and I sat my 250 pound body, wet pussy and all, on this grown man's back. The sound that came out of his mouth was one of the hottest things I've ever heard in my, my, my life. It was like, I can't really mimic it, but I'm going to try. It was like this moan and then a whimper, like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) No, really. It was really hot. So, I mean, he was a giant. So I wrapped him on the ass and told him to shut the fuck up because it seemed like the right thing to do. And then he moaned again. So I smacked him again. Shut the fuck up, Ron. And then, another moan. Smack! I said, shut your fucking mouth. Now, in my head, I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? Like, this is not me. Like, I had to have seen this on Cinemax or something. Like, this is not me. But this went back and forth. Me smacking the shit out of him, telling him to shut the fuck up, and him moaning. And the entire time, I was getting more and more excited and getting more and more into it. I might have called him a bitch. Like, I don't even know what happened. But then, silence, and he was completely still. And so, I bounced up and down on him. (laughs) And then I smacked him one more time, and nothing. So, I sat on his back, pouting, pissed off, wondering what the fuck had happened. And then it dawned on me to look back at my instructions. Number four, after the session, walk out of the room. Don't say goodbye, don't acknowledge him. I left the room disappointed, feelings hurt, but exhilarated. I was confused, and I was excited, and I was horny as hell. I barely said goodbye to my friend. I drove to the nearest empty parking lot. I fucking hiked my skirt up and gave myself the oddest, most awkward, most Satisfying orgasm I'd had in a really long time, and the whole time I'm playing this scenario in my head like, oh, Ron, you're so fucking disgusting. Oh, you're so fucking gross. Oh my God, fuck me. No, get away from me. Oh my God, you fucking. Oh, you're so gross, disgusting white man. Oh my God, you should fuck me. Oh my God, like, like my pussy is just confused. Like, just like back and forth. But I'm a trooper, and I finished. I head home. <laughs> That's for dad. So, I finished up. I drove home in a daze. Now, there's no journal entry for my session with Ron. There's, like, beginnings of the journal entry, and then, like, scratches out. And it's like, I want to keep it a secret for myself until now. Um, so, it wasn't safe to tell anybody. And, like, I don't think I learned anything or had any kind of breakthrough or learned anything about my daddy issues. I don't know. I didn't learn anything. But... Every now and then, when I'm at home and I'm sitting and my feet are propped up and I move, I hear that moan in my head. And as if in a daze, I grab my car keys, I go to the f- nearest empty parking lot, fucking hike my dress up, and give myself a nice, satisfying, awkward orgasm. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nikki Devon is a native Austinite who spends most of her time dancing and singing on stage, cussing like a sailor, drinking whiskey, and writing a blog about what it's like being fat and black in Texas. She's also a very responsible adult who plays well with others. More at curvagorgeous.tumblr.com. Bedpost Confessions is produced by myself, Mia Martina of the I Want Your Sex podcast at MiaOnTop.com, Sadie Smythe of That's What Sadie Said.com, and Julie Gillis of JulieGillis.com. Podcast audio production by Ian Danskin at innuendastudios.com and sponsored by Little Shop of O's. For all your sex toy needs, head to littleshopofo's.com. You can find links to all of our websites and more information about Bed Puss Confessions at bedpissconfessions.com. You can also confess with us at Bed Puss Confessions on Facebook and Bed Puss Confess on Twitter, where we tweet audience confessions. Chime in and add yours. Until next time, we'll leave you with a few other confessions from the audience. I confess I hooked up with my high and low on the same day on the beach and in the ocean. I made out with a 19-year-old, and that night I slept with a lady that had a 24-year-old son, um, who also had a son. Yep, she was a grandma, unknown was her age, but I was only 21, and you guessed it. I don't know why i would have guessed this i was in sand dustin florida on a golf course hole 18. wow is that i would have never guessed that i confess my birthday is coming and i want a threesome two girls two guys matters not just people just bring the people